It is time now for all things Gators, all things orange and blue. Dan Hicken. Yes, sir. And Frank Frangie. How you doing, Hick? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Everything's good. How about you? I am good. I am thrilled about the signing class. Um, yeah, that was. If you would have told me Elam and Bogle on that day, yeah. with everything else, I would have signed up. Uh, you know, the uh, Anthony Richard, I would have liked him, but I'm okay. Mm-hmm. More I didn't think they were getting. If you'd have told me, I don't think you and I thought both Elam and Bogle. No. I thought Bogle was going to Alabama. I was watching, uh, we were doing radio during the Bogle announcement, and I was watching it with non-recruitniks, Beef and Jeff, we'll name them. Right. (laughs) And uh, I, of course, put foot in mouth and said, well, he's going to Alabama or Miami. He's not coming to Florida. And he reached across the table and grabbed the third hat, which was Florida, all the way down, and, and I... I really had to double check. Yes. I almost thought it was a joke, and it wasn't. It was a great recruiting win. And, again, we've talked about the progression of recruiting, so I feel it's important to point it out, Frank. I thought when Mullen came in, some questions about his recruiting ability. How is he going to recruit? Right. I said it's important to, at least in the beginning, get your name back in against the floor, against the Alabama's and against the the Georgias, and at that time, the FSUs. Right. And they hadn't been doing that. They were getting guys who were going to go to Purdue. Right. Right? So he did that initially. Well, now, on signing day, and I know this touched a nerve because I got a lot of comments on Twitter from the Alabama and Georgia fans. So I know it touched a nerve. But he snared a guy from Alabama and a guy who was considering Georgia and Elam. And so not only are you going head-to-head, but you're winning some of those battles. Huge day. I thought it was monumental for Florida football. And, of course, when I said that, of course, there was a lot of backlash. Right. And I don't know if you know this, but Bogle was going to gray shirt at Alabama, and Elam was never coming to Georgia. And I get that from their side. We did that for years. Right, right. It's a huge, huge thing for Florida. And and you start to look ahead to 2020 and all the – the kids he's got, and he's keeping kids from Ocala. Understand that a good part of Alabama's success, not all of it, is getting kids from Florida who should be going, if you're us, to Florida. Or FSU. He's getting, you know, go look at all those receivers from Cooper to Judy. Those guys are all from Florida. So I, I, I thought it was big. I'm with you. And I uh, and look, they're a, they're a top 10 recruiting team. Well, you know what? That that they're that's where you got to get to in year in this first year, the second year of recruiting. Here's the other thing too. Mm-hmm. I think I it feels more upwardly mobile to me, Dan, than this program has felt. Well, really since Urban, and right? Since, and not even Urban's last year, right? And I don't think anything can stop this train. Carson Beck, I think, is going to Florida. You know better than I do. Uh, you know yes. the family better than I do. I would but, agree. But I think he's going to Florida, right? Which will be the big, big, big fish. That will. Uh, they just had a receiver who's who, who's committed, mm-hmm. whose stars just went from four to five. Right. I really believe in my heart of hearts, this is now going to look like Spurrier and Urban. I wasn't sure that it was going to look like the Spurrier and Urban tenures until last Wednesday. All right, well, last with Wednesday that, is when I got sure. That's good. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll ask you this question then. With that said, and momentum all on Florida's side right yeah. now, and them and the train rolling. Give me an idea right now, and it's way too early, but give me an idea right now of next season. Like, what is good enough? What is not good enough? How yeah. good is can it be? Okay. Give me a little feel mm-hmm. for 
next season, not game by game or anything like that, but what is what yeah, what do they have to question. do to keep momentum, to keep That's rolling? a great question. I think you can go nine and three, uh-huh. and it's acceptable that if they drop off after the great year, sometimes you will have a lull. I think nine and three is an acceptable lull. Okay. I don't think eight and four is, or okay. seven and five certainly isn't. Right. Seven and five looks like that last year was a fluke. Correct. But I think nine and three so is seven an, and five would kill the momentum. Yes. Yes. I think nine and three is an acceptable lull no matter how it comes about. Having said that, I'd be very surprised if they don't get the double digits. So um, best case they can get to eleven wins. I think uh-huh. they can be an eleven win team. Okay. If I had to pick it, I'd probably pick ten and two again, mm-hmm. or or were they nine and three with a win with a bowl? Yeah. I'd probably pick ten and two sitting here. Now we've got a whole we got a sure, season of it's way early. and Lindy's and My, yeah, that, but, that's just I wanted to get yeah, that so feel I think, that I think nine and four nine and three is an acceptable lull. I think ten and two is the expectation. I think they could win eleven games. You that, same question? Uh, yeah, and I I tend to agree. I think you're 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 spot on with that. You don't want to fall back. Um, listen, we're saying this with a guy named Felipe Franks playing quarterback, right? But we're also saying that with a guy who accounted for 31 touchdowns for Florida football last year, 24 through the air, seven on the ground, who played really good football the last month of the season. By the second half of the South Carolina game on, he was he was a very good quarterback. So, um, really, when you start looking at the schedule, and it's it's a tough schedule again, it always is, but it's it's manageable. And and again, we're not doing game by game, but I think you're right. I think you want to be in contention for the East. You want that Georgia game to come down. To, that to come down to whoever wins that game is going to win the East, and if you do that, you're 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 in pretty good shape. When your program is great, great, you have these really you have really good Jalen Hurts who would start for anybody in the country, right? But he can't beat out Tua. You have really good Justin Fields, but he can't beat out From who found a way to beat out Eason. When you're great, you have all that. When right. you're great, 100 years ago, you had Dan Cannell and Thad Busby sitting on the bench because right. they couldn't beat out Charlie. Right. When you're great, you sign Brock Berlin, the number one recruit <laughs> in America, and he can't beat out Grossman. Right. When you're great, you have those numbers. I like that. Quarterback numbers. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? That's what this team – that's where I think you're headed. I think Henry Jones would be a really good player. Yeah. Jalen Jones, I don't know as much about, but our friend Denny Thompson knows him very well. Really Big thinks on he's him. a very good player. Yeah. Felipe Franks, I think, might have a huge year. Trask is going to do something. I think they're getting Carson Beck. You see the point. That's the measuring stick, Dan. Mm-hmm. Programs in the South, stack them up at the key positions, including that one. I love where this thing's headed. I, I am over the moon for where this thing's headed. I can't wait for spring ball. All right, one more football question then. Would losing Todd Grantham derail some of the momentum it would I think that's a big loss I ranked him on my on our radio show Dan uh-huh. most important guys Mullen by a wide margin mm-hmm. after Mullen I think it's in order for me mm-hmm. Nick Savage too okay because I think he's changed the culture Understood. I think yeah. he's changed the accountability I yeah. think he's changed the expectations I think he's changed their bodies okay I think Grantham's right there yeah I think Hevesy and Gonzalez are important they're part of that three-pronged offensive triumvirate that includes Mullen too Billy sends in the plays Hevesy's built the line but it's Mullen it's Mullen's offense. He's, he overcomes that. But it is Grantham's defense, Dan. He's the head coach of the defense. Real good offensive coaches leave the defense alone. I don't think – I'll bet Mullen doesn't even go over there and practice. I don't you think? I think I think it's Todd Grantham is the head coach of the defense, and it's an unusual defense. It's a, it's a funky 3-4. It's a 3-4, but with, right. some, with some crazy blitzing concepts. So you can't just promote the next guy. Uh, and, by the way, his history has been – 
get veteran guys, not good young recruiters. If you notice that that paradigm or that mm-hmm. pendulum has swung a little in college football, mm-hmm. Dan Mullen. Now, the defensive coordinators he's hired are pretty good. He hired Jeff Collins. He hired Manny Diaz. He hired Todd Grantham. He said in his college head coaching career, he's had pretty good defensive coordinators, which tells me he will find a very good one, but I'd hate to see Grantham leave. The one, there's a couple bits of hope for Florida in terms – I don't think it's a slam dunk. And for those who don't know, uh, Grantham is interviewed with the Cincinnati right. Bengals this week. Right. And he's been in the NFL before. Hasn't been there in almost 10 years. Right. Uh, he makes a million and a half bucks at Florida. The Cincinnati, we're talking about the Cincinnati Bengals here, right, Frank. Right, right. If anybody's not going to pay him – you're right. That kind of money would be the Cincinnati Bengals. So that's the one thing I wonder. I also but understand. he did interview, which means there's some interest. Yeah, there's definitely some he, interest. He wouldn't have interviewed if Correct. he didn't have some interest in the job. Correct. But I got to wonder about the, the, the salary. And yeah. Just that, 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 that's interesting to me. Yeah. I, 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 well, but they knew when they flew him up there, they knew what he made. Right. Yes, they do. So, so that's they're, true. They're not flying you up there and, and offering no. you less. No. So at the and by the way, he knows they know what he made. So right, um, I'm, I'm, I'm. You got to be of the assumption that they're going to pay enough. Then. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm really surprised that that he's interested. I thought he kind of found his place. Now, some guys I've talked to enough coaches. You have too, Dan. Mm-hmm. That some are NFL guys, some are college guys. Todd Munkin is my buddy, mm-hmm. who I, I was hoping might land in Jacksonville. Right. Um, we talked a long time when he was trying to decide the Browns had an offer on the table I don't know if the Jags ever did you know he almost became the head coach of the Jets and the Packers so right right so and he told me he said look he said he said I could go back to Oklahoma State tomorrow Mike wants to bring me back I'm talking to Kirby Smart Mm -hmm. about Georgia he said I think I could be in play there he said but every coach is either a college guy or a pro guy it's in your DNA he said I'm he said I'm a pro guy okay so and when he told me that I thought well you know what maybe and, and fast forward to this I don't know Grantham right Maybe he's a pro guy. Maybe he's a pro guy. And maybe that's what it is. So, I, yeah, I think that would hurt the cause. So, I'd hate to see that. You want to get to some hoop? No. <laughs> no. Uh, just wake me up next year. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, when Scotty Lewis is yes. uh, on the court. Yes, I agree with I, you. No, I'm okay with it. Look, I, we knew this was coming. Um, they have some winnable games coming up, I think, and they can kind of right the ship. I, I just hope they haven't been scarred from this stretch that they've played in. Yeah, yeah, but I think they've hit the wall. Sure. Can they be, we're, we're recording this on Wednesday, the day of the Vanderbilt game. Correct. We're listening later on in the week, so we're recording this before they play Vanderbilt at home on a 9 o'clock start in, in, in Gainesville. Right. So normally they're better than Vanderbilt. They'd win this game. They're certainly better than the bad teams. Right. And I think they will win this game. But, man, they've hit the wall. Man. Yeah. I think well, they better because the they are going at Alabama, which is, you know, right. not easy. And then, Two against LSU. And then LSU to bat in Baton yeah. Rouge. Yeah. And we saw how good they are against Kentucky. Yeah, both LSU games and at Kentucky are losses. Okay? Yeah. Both LSUs and at Kentucky. So that's three games they're going to lose. They've already got six losses in the league. Yeah. That's that gets three. you to nine. That gets you to nine. And, yeah. I, and, I don't, and I think that's out. I think you're out. So so if you get to nine, I think ten and, it takes ten and eight to get in. I don't think they're in. I love Florida basketball, but I'll stand by. If you're 500 in your conference after 18 games, I don't think you should be in the tournament. Sometimes they take those types of teams. And I've been amazed how long Joe Lenardi, who's very good at predicting this, has kept Florida afloat. Right. Now, they're out right now, but – They've played a good schedule. Yeah. And they they deserve credit for playing a good schedule. But they don't have those signature wins, do they? They don't have any signature wins. Yeah. Yeah. You can play good teams. You've got to beat a few of them. What's your biggest win of the year? Ole Miss, Butler? What do you got? Probably those. Probably those. Um, So let me ask you. We do this every week. Yeah. 
Um, I know you believe Mike White should stay there as long as he wants. Yes, I do. But I'm of the belief, and I and by the way, I, I won't go that far. Right. But I'm I'm certainly I'm a Mike White guy today. Okay. And I will be at the end of the year, no matter what happens this year. Okay. But I do think in the real world, Dan, that that noose is going to tighten because yeah. the noose always tightens. It always does. That's what happens in. in oh, there's no question sports. about that. I mean, no, you, we, we can talk all you want. You can look at all the bottom line in, in a results oriented business. No matter the business, right? If you don't get the results, they look. They start talking. So yeah. what? So so given that, what's your take on they finish one game over overall this year? Yes, they finish uh, under 500 in the SEC. Right. They win two NIT games and the season ends. Mm-hmm. How's he perceived by the fan base? The fan base is different than yeah, the, the bosses. Uh, the administration. I yes. Agree. I agree. Um, I think the fan base uh, will put him on a hot seat. They put Billy Donovan on a hot seat right. when he had, what, four first weekend exits from the tournament in a right. row, right? right. Early right. on. That's right. Um, so, yeah, I, I think they will perceive him as, uh, yeah, you better you better do something next year. Right. And when I say do something – you win the SEC regular season. You win the SEC conference tournament. You get to the you know Sweet Sixteen. One of those types but of you things. You do something. You do something. You do something. You so do it's, something. It's That's what I think. I don't, what do you think? Uh, I think the same thing. I think okay. next year he's on the hot seat. I, I don't. I don't think there's any. I don't think you have to talk around it. I think next year he's on the hot seat. If uh, they're not going to the tournament this year, okay? We, right. we We know that. Right. I think he's on the hot seat next year. I don't think he can miss the tournament next year. I think he's fired if he misses the tournament next year. I Two years in a row, no tournament, he's out? Well, three of the five, no tournament, okay? Yeah. There'd be three of the five, no tournament. Yes, I think he's out. And I'm not saying I want him out. Yeah. I'm saying I think two years – with all these recruits Three of the in, five, but with an asterisk in that the first one – Yeah, you're right. – was had the same team as Billy, and, and yeah. they were and he got him to the NIT. Billy yeah. didn't get him anywhere. No, you're right. Yeah. But, I, but I will tell you um, – you, in this one and done world, yeah. Scotty Lewis is a one and done. You get, oh, yeah. you get him for one year. Oh yeah. There's a chance Trey Mann's one and done. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Lewis is one and done. Man could be one. I don't and think done. Florida's going to recruit a ton of one and dones, but if right. you get one, you take them. Yeah, and, and you got, but you got to win when you have them. But you got to win. The, the point is, you can't. If you finally get a one and done, you can't lose when you have them. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting. I'm jacked about it. I can't wait. Baseball starts this weekend. Baseball Hard Long ball. Beach State comes to town. The dirt uh, bag. The dirt bags are coming. Yeah, they are. I, I've got a. Uh, uh, they opened the the uh, renovated uh, softball stadium. Right. Uh, Jeremy threw out the first Saw pitch. That. Tried to claim it was a strike. It wasn't. It was no. It was no, not a strike. Badly. I don't know where he what he was thinking, but right. he's better than that. Right. Um, April thirteenth, orange and blue, one o'clock. I oh, love it. So that's not too far away. Don't like that it's on SEC alternate channel. Okay. We got alternate. Yeah. When can you be big enough to get a real that's channel? That's a little disappointing. Not happy about the alternate. Alternate is not good. So, but uh, but no, these are good times, Dan. I'm excited yes. about it. I'm excited about where this program is headed. Frank Frangie, Dan Hicken. That's all things Gators. All things orange and blue.